All right, Mr. Molina, we're back. Season two. We are back. Season two is here. Oh man, it feels so good to be back. It does feel good to be back. On this episode, we start the new season off with talking to one of our students. Julie Salazar formerly worked for a radio station on Laredo, Texas. She is a business owner and understands the value of education. So without further ado, let's get to it. And uh, I just was pondering on all the stuff that has happened since our last show, December the 4th. I think it was December the 4th, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And man, like, you you know, you don't go, I guess nowadays you can't go a month and a half without saying, oh, yeah, nothing really happened in life. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you cannot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the world is still just as crazy as it was when we left. Uh, if not more crazy, um, the, the biggest change, I guess, is, uh, we have a new president that's, that is officially installed. Uh, but, uh, not before, uh, not, not with hired bumps along the way, not with some speed bumps along the way. You, you know, you know, it's uh, it's one of those, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those times where I'm looking for a, a I'm looking for some sort of um thing analogy or or metaphor to describe what has happened in the, in the last six seven weeks here in the u.s yeah and i i just cannot come up with one i'm not even going to try to be slick with it yeah. i'm just going to say that man um a lot has happened you know yeah yeah the 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 shift of i think i think for me personally just the shift of attention of Oh, it's kind of quiet on Twitter, you know, it's like, <laughs> should I, should I, you know, and so what it speaks to is it speaks to the, you know, the, the sheer amount of, of, of just, um, you know, the proliferation of noise, you know, right. over the last several years. And this, you know, this, this, uh, you know, this event of, of rioting in the Capitol and, you know, it, it, it unfortunately was sad for me to say, sitting back thinking, okay, they're in the building. Um, how did they get in there? Why, why are they there? Because uh, I'm sitting here watching the, this whole thing unfold, and it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm sort of the, I'm, I'm sort of the bait, right? And we all were, and right. um, it's, it, it was a made-for-TV uh, moment, right? Yeah, and, and we're learning a lot about you know, how it was made, <laughs> but the prelude to that, you know, it's, it's the, it's, it's the idea that this is not really a shocking thing, unfortunately mm-hmm. that happened. And uh, now it's, now it's the nature of, Oh, well, let's just, let's just try to see who the attackers were at this point. It doesn't really matter <laughs> what they did right? Um, or who they were, but, it, but the right. fact that it happened and we're, you know, we, we have voices and narratives out there that are trying to normalize this chaos right. um, that just, yeah. that just occurred. But, you know, I, I try not to harp on those things. Um, Mark, I was, I was, I was wondering, you know, what, how could I ruin my, <laughs> my vacation from, <laughs> you know, from being off so long. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, I can just watch some more news and that'll, that'll make it worse. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if um, if studying this any longer uh, and, and more critically is going to help. I think I think if if anything, in, in launching a media literacy class now yeah. uh, here in the spring, which I'm glad uh, actually uh, got left on the schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got 13 students that I can um, learn with and find a way to to work with them to, you know, just make a small difference uh, in in our community and in their families and in their own lives, you know, to try to uh, figure out what, what, what is really going on, right? Why, why are people, um, you know, so inept, right? Why, why are, why are we so persuaded as, as, uh, as humans right, to, yeah. to a lot of these, uh, you know, these sort of empty rhetorics that really don't hold any water with regards to, you know, the voting fraud that didn't happen. And uh, just, it's just sheer chaos, man. Yeah. 
chaos. Yeah. Well, in the uh, uh, in the vein of, of newness, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the new uh, the new eighth edition. As you remember, last season we started with uh, talking to Ralph Hansen, the uh, author of our text, and uh, he uh, he's been busy. He he took uh, I guess took the pandemic as an opportunity, as many of us did, to uh, sit and reflect, or in his case, write a book, write a new edition to the. Uh, um, living in a media world text. And, uh, I've been, I've been kind of, uh, fingering through that or well, scrolling through it to be clear. Uh, it's a digital version and, uh, it's, uh, it's been, it's been good. It's been really good. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know how we missed that. I, I wish we, I wonder if we can just get them to program it to update us on, on that one for the, I know for the current classes, but yeah, man, this 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 uh, this class and this discipline of mass communication, obviously, this is why we do the podcast is because we can sort of timestamp the uh, the stuff that's going on with with the discipline because every semester it never fails. Uh, I always change, uh, even from the minute up to to doing a remote learning class, a live class. Uh, you know, like you know this whole GameStop issue and. <laughs> This whole right. phenomenon of, of sort of mean stocks, that, that's that's kind of a new uh, set of words put together, right? Right, yeah. So it's just, it's just uh, it's fascinating at the same time. It's, it's quite frustrating uh, because you're not really sure how to sort of theorize about this without getting too conspiratory, which obviously we, we kind of found ourselves in a conspiracy culture, if you will. But... Um, yeah, no, I think the new text is, is helpful. I think any new fresh uh, case studies and, and those kinds of things, you know, to help to emphasize the the nature of the discipline. That's really what strengthens, I think, everybody who's studying this stuff is that, you know, there are a lot of things that change um, and new stuff that arises, but there's a lot of the foundational uh, theoretical research that's been done and helps you to understand the world, you know, right. in, in this crazy media environment we live in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. And in regards to, uh, you know, you, uh, working with students and, uh, this media literacy class and, and learning with them, I really like that, uh, that perspective. Uh, who, who are we, uh, who are we talking to today, Tim? Yes, we are. Uh, I had a chance to, uh, be part of this mentor program. It's uh, it's at the college, and Julie Salazar is a student at Northwest Vista College. Um, Julie is a um, uh, a student who's returning from doing some work at a radio station in uh, Laredo, Texas. And she and I spoke over the Christmas break, and and you know with all the stuff going on, uh, you know we we finally connected with each other. And I said, hey, you've worked for a radio station. Maybe you want to be on a podcast. And uh, this was kind of an easy draw in because uh, I have a list, Mark. I have a list of people that, you know, I need to come into this podcast. So I've reached okay. out to to her. Uh, and and uh, so thankfully, she said yes. Nice. So uh, before we bring her in, I uh, I do want to to say that. You know, for for all intents and purposes, for anybody listening, <laughs> that this is our moment and this is our time to uh, call out BS online. Yeah. What I mean by that is if you have somebody and this this has happened to me uh, several times where, <laughs> you know, it's it's about this vaccine. Right. It's like, well, I'm not really quite sure I'm going to wait on that. You know what? Call out the BS and just say, get get your butt in there and, and get the shot. Cause we this is our time, man. Like we really I'm going nuts. <laughs> I need to get back <laughs> on campus. Yeah. I need to get back to see students in person. It's not to, you know, minimize or, or delegitimize the, the online learning because it's it's going. It's it's I'm making it work, but you know, I'm sure everybody wants to 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 have a, a time and place that we had in the past. Uh, I know I'm not going to say go back to normal because that wasn't normal as many of us, no. you know, now realize. Yeah. But in some aspects it was. And so if we want to get to some idea of that again, 
we, we've got to, we've got to get our shots. So I'm, I'm, if you want to talk offline about that, you want to email me, email me, find me on Twitter. Uh, I would love to have a conversation about that. Cause especially if you are hesitant or if you know someone who, uh, you know, needs to have a discussion <laughs> with right. the, with someone who says, just, just get the vaccine. Um, yeah. then, then, then let me know. But anyway, before, uh, before we got to our guests, I wanted to make that fairly clear to the listeners that, uh, this is our, this is our moment. This is our time to, to, to do what we need to do. So, yeah. cause yeah. the science is here and we need to get, it, we need to get vaccinated. All right. Sorry for that little rant there. No, it's all right. All right. Let's bring her in. I'm going to hit admit here so we can bring in our, our guest here for today. Let's see. We got uh, Julie Salazar. She's a she's a wonderful person. Um, I've had a chance to to just talk with Julie briefly. Again, she's a student at Northwest Vista College, who's now my mentee. So uh, just pray for her because she know she, she's going to get a lot of uh, of of uh, me in terms of, Hey, what are you doing with your life? How are we doing? You know? So Julie, I'll be uh, checking in with you from time to time, but I just want to thank you for coming in and uh, joining us in this, this little venture of a podcast and uh, welcome. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Um, I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for coming out and uh, seeing us. Yeah. uh, Hopefully you don't get tired of Tim, but I don't think you will. I hear good things. I hear good things. So far, uh, so well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I wanted to uh, introduce you to Mark. I know you guys haven't met before, but Mark is also... A uh, an instructor here at, at at Northwest Vista College, but he's also a uh, a recent hire at Northeast Lakeview, and he does instructional design, which sounds really fancy. And so, if you ever have a Canvas question, he's a Canvas guy. You know, he, he does all. Uh, I'll take you up on that for sure. I'll call him. <laughs> sounds good. Awesome. So, Julie, we uh, we really wanted to just keep this uh, more casual than anything. But what we've done before is we've obviously we've interviewed people who, um, you know, have kind of pieced their uh, their careers together in media and they found their sort of niche of what they're doing. And they came to, to, to us and and told us what they do and what their story is and how. How uh, inspiring is that for 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 listeners? And so, what we thought we'd do is we we also and this came from a, one of our guests gave us a suggestion uh, that we should bring in our students, right? And you guys have uh, narratives. You're brilliant. You're talented. So, um, Julie, we, we want to hear uh, kind of just your story, like how how did you get to where you are today, and and uh, you know what are what are some of your uh, you know, recent things that you've been able to do um, with regards to to media. I know you said you worked at a radio station before. So just kind of take us through that and, and what, what has led you here. Uh, so I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but along the way, you know, throughout my journey, I've had all sorts of jobs. And some of them, like you said, was working for the radio, my local radio station. Uh, that job, they took me in as a sales girl, sales slash marketing consultant. And I thought, you know, I'm just gonna be here trying to gain accounts, you know, regular salesperson and that's it. But there was so much more into that. Um, You know, when you work for a station, you have to know a little bit about everything it is that they do. And, you know, it, it was just a fun experience. You know, you, you get to learn what the DJs do behind the scenes, you know, what entails into an event. Um, along with my responsibilities, I had to do so many things like um, events. And um, one of the most interesting things that I found was once I got to speak to my clients, which were, you know, business owners, they were so proud of their accomplishments that they would sit down and, you know, they, they would talk to me and tell me about how they got to where they were. And I just thought, you know, this information is gold. <laughs> you know, I'm listening to this and I'm taking mental notes and I'm thinking, 
these are the kind of things that you can't just take off of a textbook, right? So that one-on-one interaction with people that have been there and done that, that's very insightful, very helpful. For me, I, I never thought I would be working at a radio station. I did, I was a um, fine arts student. I like dance, singing, acting, and I thought, you know, I'm gonna be in the entertainment. That's my future. It unfortunately didn't work out for me. I became a mother at a very young age and I thought, you know, I'm gonna have to stay in school and see what else it is that I can do. Um, But after speaking to all these business owners, I thought, you know, I would like to own my own business one day and, you know, see what I can do. And it wasn't until I moved to San Antonio where I came across the Barista Academy. I thought, you know what, I'll give it a try. And once I was there, they taught me how to manage, you know, the coffee business to how to prepare the beverages, you know, how to look into the market, what works for you, what doesn't. And once I graduated, I was able to open up my own coffee shop. And in this coffee shop, you know, the clients that come in, they're talking to me and they're telling me like, oh, hey, you know, I work in the media, I do podcasts, I do marketing. And I'm like, this is so great. You know, once again, I get to do this and I became more involved with my clients. You know, they were more than my customers. They became sort of like business associates. Um, But unfortunately, a lot of things happened along with COVID. And I thought, you know, now I'm stuck at home. I had to shut down my business for a while. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to be stuck at home, I'm going to do it by preparing myself and how else am I going to do that? But going back to college and getting my business degree. So here I am today, <laughs> once again, a college student. Nice. That's that's an amazing story. Uh, well, the first question I have is, uh, so what, uh, what radio station did you work for? What, what kind of music did they play or what kind of programming did they have? So uh, it was... I guess the main radio station in Laredo, it's known as R Communications. They had, let's see, like four different stations. So we had uh, okay. from, you know, Mexican original to um, whatever's in, you know, like top um, R&B hits and um Latin country. I don't know if we had, no, we had in that country. We had an old, oldie station that nice. was hanging on there. <laughs> it was pretty popular. It still is till this day. They're, they're doing amazing. Awesome. That's cool. And if you don't mind us, uh, or mind saying what, uh, what coffee shop did you own or do you still own or? I don't, I'm temporarily shut down. My coffee shop was called uh, Fortune Beam. And it was located in Lido, Texas. It's about like 30 minutes from San Antonio. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, I was, I forgot to mention that too. You know, that's the, Julie has, uh, you know, you, you've taken a lot of risk, right? You've, you've, uh, you've opened a business and a lot of times when we think about it, you know, because um, this this kind of comes from uh, a saying that my one of my sons uh, at his school, right? It says uh, failure leads to success, right? And so you shouldn't be afraid to fail, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot a lot of what comes out of that is is growth, right? It comes strength. Uh, you've learned a lot of things, especially you know meeting people that have done podcasts and. And, you know, you're trying to figure out how to promote your own business. And, and, and some, sometimes the best ways to learn these things, right, is to do them, right? That's one of the initial reasons we probably started this podcast was because we wanted ourselves, right, to be content creators uh, and producers of content. And I can tell you that we've learned so much and uh, through just by doing things like this, right? So uh, one one of the and I, I pulled up the R Communications uh, website. So yeah, they are they are going very strong. <laughs> they so, are. They're really big. So talk with us, Julie, about uh, maybe how that experience and maybe your experience as well as owning your own coffee shop. Like, how did that inspire you to um, say, well, you know what, I want to go back to school and I want to major in something related to media and communications. Uh, and, 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 you know, how did that, you know, kind of 
help you decide, all right, well, I know I got to go back to school. I don't maybe have everything figured out yet, but I know this is the area that I want to continue in. So um, I figured, you know, I I have some of the experience, you know, I, I know I'm still lacking a, a lot of experience, but so far I'm, you know, okay. I, and I already figured out how, what it entails to opening up your own business, but I, I feel like I'm, I may have all these ideas and all these things I want to do, but we don't always know how to gear all that in towards the right direction, right? And you know, we we still like knowledge. We we all need that um, mentor, that help, you know, or that institution that will show you, okay, well, this is what you know. This is where you can apply it and how to do that or, you know, who to speak to, because a lot of times, you know, they'll tell you, well, knock on doors. You could be knocking on doors for years and years and years and be going in circles and think, well, you know, nothing's really happening for me. Am I really cut out for this? And it's it's not that you don't know or you're not capable of. It's just that you need the right guidance. And I think, you know, the best way to do that is by going to school especially now, you know, times are changing. There's all this information out there available to us, but do we know how to use this information the right way? Exactly. Yeah. And we talk a lot about that too, right, Mark, about the power of, of networking and, and absolutely you know, one of the biggest secrets to that is, you know, putting yourself in these spaces mm-hmm. uh, to meet new people right? That, that you haven't met before and mm-hmm. you had no idea that you could go and do this because now you've met someone who's doing that. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the beyond the, beyond the classroom, beyond the textbook talk piece. I talk about all the time with students, especially in person, you know, I don't know how many times I've had somebody in class and they're like, Oh, I didn't realize I was sitting next to somebody who had done this or who had done that. And we got to talking and now I have an internship or this or that. And it's like, well, yeah. And wasn't that worth your tuition? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you, you, you have to buy the books and take the classes and do the homework, but uh, college or, you know, this experience college is much more than that. Uh, it's, it's, it's about networking, right? It's the rate of return, right? I mean, it's yeah. the, the power of social capital. And, um, you know, no matter, no matter if you, you know, where you, where you're at with your, you know, your self-confidence, your skill sets, I mean, you, you really have to, you know, decide for yourself. And um, we're just glad that you did that, Julie, you know, there's so, there's so many students out there. And I, I, I was, I was watching um, lots of videos this week because I have, uh, of course, a lot of online classes and that's all we do now, at least for the time being. And one of my first assignments is to do an icebreaker video. And now I kind of kick myself because I'm like, wait, I'm teaching six classes. So that's uh, like 150 videos <laughs> that I have to watch. <laughs> but each of them is is a person, right? Each of them has a story. And it's not until I watch all of them that I really, you know, tell myself like, bro, like tone it down a little bit. Cause you know, everybody is not where you're at and they're not as privileged as you, bro. Like they're just trying to piece it all together. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have it all together either, but at the same time, like knowing that, like knowing your stories uh, really gets me to kind of tone things down a little bit. Cause, cause, um, you know, everybody's in that in that space when you come to college, right? Regardless of if you're a returning student or, you know, you've never been or if you're a veteran, any student that walks into the doors uh, is is all trying to piece it all together, right? And some of those pieces may have already been been established. Like in your case, you know, you you have had that experience. Um, you know, you have had failures, uh, you have had successes. And so, but it's, it's still, everyone's at that level of, 
I'm just trying to figure it out, bro. Like, just, just let me be. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. I've, I've met some um, of my classmates that, you know, at their age, they'll, they'll tell me, you know, I was doing this and I think, Oh, wow. And they say, here I am again, because, you know, things happen. We think we have it all figured out and nothing's guaranteed. We never know. It doesn't matter how hard you try, you know, sometimes life says, here goes the pandemic. <laughs> See how you can do with that challenge. Oh, yeah. So one one question I, I did have. So so you're 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 pursuing a, a business degree. Um, and so what what's what's your ideal you know, what, what do things look like after you're done? I mean, are you going to go back to your coffee business? Are you going to try to maybe open another one or scrap everything and start from scratch? What, what, what do you hope to do? You know what? That's the scariest part because even after dealing with all of that, I'm pretty much pretty much back to square one. I get all sorts of offers, you know, from people that tell me like, oh, I want to collaborate with you and whatnot, but I just haven't found the people that can, you know, are really looking for what I'm looking. Um, it's, it's not, it is easy to start your own business. I mean, it's not incredibly complicated, but maintaining it is what makes it difficult. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe if I open up my business degree, I mean, if I get my business degree, you know, I'll, I'll interact with more people that have, you know, done the test and trial multiple times and, and they know what to do, what not to do, you know. So I thought, you know, my goal is I'm hoping to reopen up my business, not in the same town. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to tackle a much larger market, which is the city of San Antonio. I mean, there's a lot of competition and uh, there's coffee shops everywhere. And, you know, right now you have like your local coffee, which is, you know, like the top place to go. And I'm, I'm going to be competing with, with these sort of businesses. So it's going to take a lot more than me just, you know, having, my little background with, you know, my uh, uh, barista degree, but that's one of the plans. And I would still like to, I, you know, when I, when I had my coffee shop, I used to promote it through a little podcast that one of my customers, you know, gave me the idea and he's like, why don't we work together? And I just thought this is an incredible way to market. I mean, you, you get to do marketing for yourself you know what you like, you know, you, you know what you would like to share with your customers and it's, it's business, but it's also fun. <laughs> it, it keeps life interesting. Yeah. So hopefully coffee yeah. shop wins again. I, w- I want I didn't want to, um, cut in too quickly, but I did want to say, Julie, that um, it sounds like what you what you're learning through all of this is the, the art of ad- adaptation, right? Looking at the current conditions of the world, right? Um, yes. And just observing, you know, all of the things that are happening, but at the same time, you still have a, a, a pretty clear goal. I, I know that's hard to uh, manifest when you, when you're asked that question by a stranger, right? It's like, well, what do you want to do? What do you see yourself? You really do have a clear idea. Now it's just putting it in action again. And um, one of the ways that you are doing that as you're talking and as, as we're sitting here listening to you is that when you consider all the things that are happening with the pandemic, people are very afraid to go into a place to get a drink or a uh, something to eat. So one of the things that's been very uh, evident in my, at least in my little area where where i live out here is uh food trucks are like really good right now like they are booming even coffee like food trucks i don't know what what would you call it like a coffee truck i don't know what that's a coffee truck yeah (laughs) oh my gosh there's a uh there's an ice cream 
calling it an ice cream truck is really a misnomer. But there's this there's this food truck that goes by in the neighborhood, and and I swear they know when we're when because we drive to my parents that are like down the street, you know, five minutes, and uh, I swear they know when we're gonna pull up, especially on like a Thursday or Friday night, and they sell like um, like like fair goods, like um, funnel cakes, fried Oreos. Uh, and then like, you know, the, the, the ice cream pops and stuff that like, you know, that my seven-year-old loves, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the way to go. Right. I mean, you drive around, it's easy to keep six feet. It's good. Yeah. Where, okay. Where, uh, cause I, I'm, well, I have to hit you up after the show, but I, I need to (laughs) hit this place up. Yeah. It's good stuff. I would totally do a coffee, um, you know, a coffee, um, truck or something of that nature i would i would totally we actually have a a lot of these in our neighborhood and and uh you know these are i've hit one up i've actually hit a few of them up for coffee um and they're extremely good you know and uh less overhead right oh and then there's another one that's uh, speaking of of like ice cream trucks there's a food truck that has uh uh, it's like they serve ice cream, right? But they have churros inside. I was like, <laughs> this is like the bombest thing that I've ever had in my life. That's, that's, that's legit. And it's from a food truck. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. But that might be something. Uh, we're just planting seeds in your head. You know? <laughs> yeah, I like the ideas. No, actually, before I thought about it, it's funny. And people ask me, like, how? Explain this. I tell them it was a lot cheaper for me to get to rent an actual location because my idea was to do a coffee bicycle. So it's I, 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 there's this one in San Antonio. I think they shut down, but they used to sell like raspas or like those uh, snow cones. Mm-hmm. And instead of selling cones, I would be selling, you know, um, lattes <laughs> and fraps. And but with my children, it was I, I thought, you know, can I really drive around this big city with my kids? I said, so uh, a location would be best for me. But, you know, yeah, like you say, food trucks are everywhere. I think even before the pandemic, there's this area near um, UT, I think, where all these food trucks just stationed there and they're parked like one next to each other and you you have benches out there and you can go and you know you get to choose like you know what are you craving today um so so i i miss going to that that was pretty yeah. fun yeah we have some places like that in San or well did I, I i don't know how they're surviving in the pandemic but uh they call them uh food truck parks and you yeah. just go and and you park your truck and yeah you get to pick from all the food in the food truck so uh we have a few of those um yeah, I don't know how they're faring in the pandemic, but uh, well, so one question I had, uh, Julie, was uh, for any of our, especially, you know, student listeners that, uh, you know, maybe in a similar situation or in college, do you want to, can you talk about um, how did you, or what program, what barista program did you go through? Who is that through? Or, or if there's any students that are interested, how could they maybe get involved and go through that? Um, Unfortunately, the academy closed down. Um, I know the the um, owner was looking to reopen up a coffee shop at somewhere near the uh, Broadway area. Mm. Uh, there is an academy in Houston, I think. So there's not very many because San Antonio is barely getting there. You know, now it seems like it's it's a coffee city, but it wasn't always that way um, before. You know, Austin was like your main place where you could find lattes pretty much anywhere. And uh, so I know Austin has one. Uh, so does Houston. Here in San Antonio, the best you could do is learn how to prepare the beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's coffee shops like uh, Whispering Coffee they'll offer those trainings, you know, it's, I think like $200 for the training, but they won't give you that extensive training as to uh, how to run your own business. Right. Luckily for me, um, I was actually doing marketing and I thought, you know, I'm going to go advertise this business here at uh, this coffee shop. And I was talking to the business owner and she told me, you know, I have this academy and, you know, you have to tell me specifically what it is that you want to do. So if you say coffee cart, they'll teach you how to run a coffee cart. 
if you say, you know, just a stand, they'll teach you how to rent a stand or a bar. And she's like, are you sure it's going to be, you know, a, a business like, you know, an actual coffee shop? So they they specifically would tailor, you know, your education to what you are going to be doing. Um, if I get her number again, I'll ask if she's willing to teach and I'll, I'll let you guys know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think our students, some of our students might be interested, especially uh, in these times, everybody's looking for various, uh, you know, ways to, to, yeah, get, get, be better, do better. Side hustle. Side hustle. Yeah, that's right. Tim, Tim knows. uh, And a lot of my students know that before, uh, before this big change that just happened for me, uh, I was, I was side hustling, doing Grubhub on the side, making, making a living, delivering food. So yeah, it's nobody's, nobody's above any of these side hustles. You got to do what you got to do, man. I, uh, I, yeah. Speaking of side hustles, we started a, a baseball card side hustle with me and my sons. Oh yeah. Um, How is that? Know. Uh, it's, it's that, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, on eBay. uh, it's called big star trading co. Uh, and we have, uh, one, no, no we're going to get two uh, cards listed. Um, we haven't made any sales yet, but we're, uh, if you're listening in, go to go to eBay and look us up. Uh, but yeah, we we inherited. I have actually old old baseball cards that uh, you know had in my attic, and you know I've been watching what's going on with this whole GameStop thing. And before GameStop, I mean, it was like every uh, you know new sort of baseball basketball star. Uh, these cards are like flying off the shelves. Like they're just you know it's it's a, it's like a new thing. I guess you could, you know, call it the 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 baseball card stock meme, right? But uh, but no. Uh, coming back to you, Julie, do you um, what, what do you enjoy about uh, Northwest Vista? Like, how long have you been here at this uh, college? What what do you enjoy about it? And what what's something that if we had you know students who are listening who are prospectively thinking about starting their college career with North Vista, what what are some or even you know students that are coming back you know maybe they lost their job and they need to retool. Um, what what do you like about the college? Um, I've had um, a very sour experience with my previous education institutions. Um, you know, I would go and ask my advisors for help and they would tell me like, oh, well, you have good grades. You're good. Bye. And I'm like, well, what do I do with these grades? You know, and I, I didn't have a lot of assistance and, you know, and with uh, Alamo College, especially NBC, everyone down from, you know, I've the staff to the educators, everyone has been so helpful and so invested. They don't just give you a yes and no answer. It's more of a, okay, well, let's figure out what it is that you're trying to do. Um, you know, I'll literally walk into like admissions and say, I'm gonna make a very dumb question. I don't know what I'm asking, but I know I need help. <laughs> and they'll bear with me and they'll say, okay, well, let's look into your information. So the staff here is very, very invested. I've I've had um, two new teachers. Um, It's their first time teaching and they did an amazing job. And, and, you know, they they would get so creative with their way of teaching that I thought, you know, they're tricking us into actually doing our assignments. We're just not realizing that that's what they're doing. That's pretty clever. And I've, I'm, I think I've made the right choice going back to school here in San Antonio. Um, I know it's online and you think, well, you know, I can go online anywhere else, but it's, it's really not the same. Um, the teachers here, you know, they'll even give you their personal numbers and they say, if you have a question, you know, call me. And, you know, if you don't understand the assignment, you know, let's, go through it step by step and make sure you get the good grade right so it's like they they really want us to strive it's not just a well let's see how much you know and how you you do with what you know it's okay well what you know how can you apply it and you know we'll expand that knowledge so it's it's a great place i'm i'm so thankful to have you guys (laughs) that's what's up yeah you uh 
I, I, I was just uh, I was just thinking, you know, you, you know, this because uh, we've interviewed the public relations people for the college or like this is like total soundbite right here for promotion of the college. <laughs> there, there you go. We, we we're helping the uh, advertising department. What's up, man? That's what's up. <laughs> so uh, so Tim and I often have students uh, that are and there may be some in your class if you're taking Tim's class right now that are uh, uh, in our digital video and cinema production program. And a, a lot of those students don't necessarily, they don't really know where they want to go creatively. They don't know if they want to necessarily be, you know, producers or writers or directors. Uh, and I think some of some, you know, some students maybe even want to go into radio and things. So based on your experience with working in the radio, I mean, what, um, you know, what would you tell somebody who was just starting out um, about, uh, you know, the, what you learned from, you know, working in radio. And I'm assuming since you worked in radio, they probably had interns and you probably may, you may have met the interns. So, so talk a little bit about that. And, and, you know, for any of the students that, you know, maybe don't know how internships work and stuff like that. Um, I know with radio stations specifically, I mean, if any job that they offer you, take it because they're always looking for people that are willing to go the extra mile. You know, I was there as a sales girl and, um, you know, there were times when they were short on staff. They didn't have, you know, a DJ was out doing an event and they really had to record one of the radio ads. And, you know, they came downstairs and they looked around and I was the only one there and they go, hey, would you like to record a radio ad for so-so business? And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> so, it's like, yes, we desperately need someone. And here I am, you know, trying to learn the dialogue. And I, I, I don't I don't like my voice. I sounded horrible, but they liked it. They took it. And I thought, how how incredible was that, that I just recorded an ad for this big new business that came into our town. Like, you never know. You know, you could go in as a, I know there's jobs where you assist, I forgot the title, but you assist the DJs with their events and you're carrying equipment and whatnot. But I know a girl that, she when she was helping out you do get to meet a lot of these famous artists that you know are coming into to the to your town to do events and they they offered her a spot in their music video and she was just an intern she would just help out with the equipment and you know after that she she became really known they really liked her and she slowly worked her way up so you never know if even if they ask you hey do you want to be a janitor here like go for it is you, it's like we say, you know, social networking, right? If you're surrounded by the right crowd, you know, you, you, and you tell people, Hey, you know, I can do this and that, you know, the offers will start coming in. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's great. It's good advice right there. I think, I think that's totally uh, realistic to think like that because, you know, you get a chance to get into these, these, uh, these positions and, you know, lo and behold, you, you find yourself doing a radio ad. So that's, that's awesome. That's a great, uh, that's a great story there. You know, it's, uh, it reminds me of, of, you know, working in a, in a TV station as an intern myself and, you know, having the opportunities that um, would have never have uh, you've had, you know, if you hadn't taken that internship, like just having the opportunity to, you know, do a radio ad, or in my case, I got to do a little bit of interviewing of the Spurs in the locker room. And, you know, these are, these are moments where you're like, wow, this is really cool. Um, And, you know, you would have never thought, right. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, What else, Julie, do you, uh, is there anything else you want to tell us about or tell the listeners or students who are maybe on the fringes, even those that uh, are thinking, man, I just, because, you know, the recent report was uh, from National Public Radio. They did a, they did a report on the decrease of freshmen uh, in going into college. So the first time in college student um, levels in the entire U.S. have dropped by like, uh, oh, I don't know the actual percentage, but it was a pretty significant amount of 
of, of young people that decided, you know what, I'm just going to go do something else. Um, so what would you tell students who, you know, are, are, are thinking, well, I'm not sure if I should do this or, or <laughs> Hey, you know, college isn't for everybody. We're not trying to promote just one track, you know, for everybody, but I mean, you obviously took that route. And so what, what would you, uh, what would you say about that? You know, I thought that because I, uh, with my first experience as a college student, I, you know, I was a great student, but once I went into college, you know, things changed. And of course my grades started to drop and I became overwhelmed and I just started dropping classes from left to right. And I just made a mess out of my education, you know, all these uh, long years of, you know, elementary and high school and trying to do student volunteer and whatnot. Um, in one year, less than a year, I just down the drain. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, maybe college isn't for me. Maybe I'm just not, you know, smart enough for this. I thought, you know, I, I don't understand the material. Like, it's not going to work out. You know, I, I can barely afford it. You know, too bad. Um, but you know, when I try to apply for jobs, it's very difficult to get a job where you get paid more than the minimum wage. You know, if, if you don't have the degree, even if you say you have all this, this experience in the end, it's that piece of paper that says, hey, you know, we should hire you. So I, I wouldn't give it up. I ended up going back to school and I got student loans. I would say be careful with student loans. I'm still paying for mine. It's horrible. I was in debt for so many years. I didn't know what I was getting into. And, um, you know, it's, it's it, again, a total mess. <laughs> and I thought, you know, that's fine. I don't need an, I don't need a degree. I can do it on my own. And, it, you know, I did get all these opportunities to work at incredible places, but you know, it's in the end, sometimes things happen and they'll start looking to see, well, you know, which are the people that we are willing to keep in here or, you know, who's capable of growing or can you do this? But, you know, we want to offer you something, but you like the title. And that's when I realized, you know, I school, having an education or a degree is crucial, especially in America. You know, if, if you truly want to have a career, I think you cannot do it without, you know, your, your college or university degree. Um, especially nowadays, like I said, things are changing. There's a lot of new information out there. And now we have all these resources that we didn't have back when I was younger. Um, now we have YouTube videos, you know, anytime I don't understand one of my materials in history or government, <laughs> I watch videos and I'm like, okay, someone else explain it to me. Or, you know, Google, you have Google that tells you everything. And if you know how to do proper research, you know, you'll find the information online. So, you know, take advantage of those resources. Yes, things are yeah. complicated, but there's ways that you could look into other information that will kind of like make it easier for you more comprehensible right so sit so don't don't let it scare you just give it a try and if the opportunity presents itself you know why not go yeah. back to school mm -hmm. even if you're 30 like me because <laughs> that was one of my concerns everyone's telling me like you're going back to school at your age so you know you'll be surrounded by babies say so, well i know but you know who cares? So, you know, I, I have to get ahead in life. So if I'm surrounded by little kids, well, maybe I could tell them like, hey, don't drop out or unless you'll be like <laughs> me. Yeah. Well, I can tell you I can tell you from experience, teachers love it when uh when we have uh mature students like you and, and have lived have lived a little bit more life <laughs> than others and you can really speak to that and it's actually a strength. So um, I'm sure Mark feels the same way yes, uh, yeah. on that. So, well, this was great. I, I, we really wanted to jump things off and start things off in the fresh new 2021 year 
with a student's perspective on all of what's happening in the world, but also what your story is. And uh, just bring some 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 light to that because it is real. This, these are these are our students that are that are speaking. Uh, Julie is one of I'm sure many stories that we have at the college. And so, if you're a faculty member listening uh, for professional development and just really the the insights and uh, putting ourselves in the shoes of our students, there's no better way to do that than to listen to their narratives. Uh, just like the powerful one we heard today. So, Julie, we want to thank you for uh, joining us. I'm sure you and I will touch base. Uh, I would like to set up a maybe a schedule where we can regularly meet uh, without pressing record <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. and just talk life and uh, what your next steps are because Northwest Vista has a mentorship program and uh, it's it's real. It's happening, and it's it's very concrete. We've been talking about this for years upon years. I remember as an advisor uh, talking about this, and uh, when I became faculty member, we had faculty uh, who were very interested in advising students, but more so from the life perspective. You know, how do you how do you take this on? Like, how do you connect all of your pieces, right? to ensure that you have a, a wonderful uh, rest of your life that is uh, purpose-filled and, and something that you are content with and that you enjoy doing for the rest of your, uh, your you know, your work life. The, um, the thing I wanted to end with uh, was, was uh, a story really quick. And, and uh, it was, it was this past Monday where I, uh, I logged in, uh, obviously working from home and my kids are at home with me. They're doing school and uh, Mark and Julie, I'm sure you guys would will appreciate this one. It's not very it's not very often when you get an email uh, on a Sunday from a former student who um, really just came out and said, I, "I remember everything you taught me, and I applied it. Guess what? I'm now a manager, or I'm in management at HEB. I'll be there for eight years." Um, and this student just sent me that email. I read it on Monday in the lowest, I want to say the lowest emotional state I've probably been in for uh, for the last eight, nine months, trying to deal with uh, staying at home. <laughs> I miss humans. Um, yes. But, <laughs> Every, yes, very and much. So I was feeling really insignificant at the time and I read it and I can't tell you how thankful I was uh, after reading that, because I mean, it was everything I needed to hear. Uh, and, uh, for me, it was, it was keep doing what you do. And, uh, cause it makes a difference. And, uh, Julie, keep doing what you do. Mark, keep doing what you do. This new year is bringing about new insights, especially for me, but I think for our community in San Antonio, um, you know, to, to get past this and, and uh, just, you know, try to, like you said, Mark, be better, right? Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you have an idea for an episode or if you'd like to chat with Tim and I, leave us a message at anchor.fm forward slash mass dash com. That's C-O-M-M dash podcast or find us on Twitter I am Mark Ferris Prof, and Tim is Timothy C. Molina. Thanks for listening.